This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel from BetQL. Coast to coast and around the world on Twitch, on the, the Odyssey YouTube page, BetQL uh, Daily on Twitter. You, we, there's no excuse not to find us. We are going to put a little good stuff in your stock. So Jeremy Kahn, I'm Jim Rodriguez, staying with us here on BetQL Daily. Three hours of deliciousness for you on this Friday night. All right, so we're going to stay way down in the hole. As it turned out, this is all good producing by Jake. We all talked about the, the big double-digit favorites, okay? Now we're going to stay down there. We're going to talk about the games that are involving teams in the playoff hunt. All right, let's, let, let's, that'll be the theme for this segment here. And let's start in Kansas City with the Steelers and the Chiefs, all right? Pittsburgh getting eight and a half on the road. 45 is the over-under in that game, Mr. Jeremy. What do you, what do you think about that game? I mean, the so- Chiefs are starting to roll again. Yeah, so even with the unknown, so we have, um, you know, Travis Kelsey, we have Tyreek Hill, we have some guys that are on the COVID list, whether or not they get their two negative tests and they're able to play on Sunday. Um, I don't know the vaccination status for everyone. Um, You know, we were actually just talking about some of that in the break and what that could mean for players. But even with all that being said, I still like the Chiefs in this matchup against the Steelers. Ironically, it seems like we're in this bizarro multiverse world where the Steelers have the worst run defense in football, and it just sounds weird saying that, but they do. And Andy Reid knows that, and you know what they're going to do? They're going to come out, they're going to use the run game, they're going to set up, uh, you know, keep those guys on their heel, and then w- once they start, you know, getting in that position where they're running, 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 and they stack the box, then they're going to start throwing the screens and going deep. And I think I think the Chiefs have their way with them. They're a touchdown favorite. I like them to win by double digits. Uh, the Chiefs were a top play for me this week. Yeah, you know what? Uh, what I did really well a couple of weeks ago, and I've been starting to play this a lot, is the over/under pass yards by Patrick Mahomes. You know, we did uh, in the game against the Ra- Raiders where they scored over 48 points. I had it under 280 pass yards, and I, you know, I, I was in Vegas. I was running around, and I, and I saw the halftime score. I said, "Well, I got to be done." And he was under 250 for the game. So. I, Patrick Mahomes just isn't throwing for those ungodly number of pass yards as as much as he used to. So we want to check that on the FanDuel Sportsbook, what that number is. If it's in the 280s, 270s, you may want to go under there because, to your point, I think they're going to run the ball right down the Steelers' throats. Chiefs right now currently the number one seed in the AFC trying to get that week off. All right, staying in the AFC, the Bills and the Patriots. This one's in Foxborough. Kind of a pick em kind of a game. The the Patriots are laying a point and a half, and it's 43 and a half. Last time we saw these guys, Jeremy, there was a monsoon, tornado, cyclone. Everything was going on, and the Pats just ran the ball right down their throat. Are we going to see the same thing of that? I'm I, I'm guessing they come out with something similar. There will obviously be a lot more throwing than, than the three passes. But going into that game, I remember doing uh, some stuff on Way Down in the Hole before we found out it was just going to be an absolute monsoon. Um, and that they weren't going to be able to throw the football efficiently, that there were a lot of things that favored the Patriots in the game. The way to beat the Pats is to be able to run the football. And we'll see if Buffalo relies on it because they were a team last year going into the playoffs, they gave up on the run. Um, And we've seen it a couple times this year where teams are basically, say, daring them to run on us. Now, Devin Singletary got the ball quite a bit more last week, so maybe that's a recipe for success for him. It's a small spread. I'm actually not betting it, but last time I did all the research, and this was on the road, there were a lot of favorable matchups for New England. So I would lean New England at home minus the two and a half. Wouldn't be shocked if the Bills won because they're both good teams. But 
for me, it's kind of a stay away as far as betting. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody that I've talked to is kind of leaning toward the Bills, you know, in, yeah. in that game, just because it's this, it's a division game, second matchup, and I think it, it's going to be a different kind of a game where I think where Josh Allen can do what Josh Allen does, and that's throw the ball. That can be more of a vertical game, and the fact that they're getting a point and a half on the road, I kind of like Buffalo in, in that game. Uh, Buffalo right now, the the seventh seed, so they are hanging on for dear life with the Ravens breathing down their 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 neck for that last spot, while the Patriots are third right now at, at nine and five. All right, your squad, a team that you know very well, the Ravens at Cincinnati. It's an early game, one o'clock start uh, um, at Paul Brown. Ravens getting three, 45 and a half is the over-under in that game, and the Ravens are a disaster on defense right now. Yeah, I do this thing where I, I give out what's called vomit plays. And this this is somewhat of what I would call a vomit play um, because I am going to give you the Ravens, and I'll tell you this much. I'm not a homer by any stretch. Anybody here locally can attest to that. Um, if I if my mom got in a fight with the neighbor across the street and I thought she had better odds, I'd bet against my own mother. But that's just me. I'm looking for the advantage in, in the gambling side of things. And my mom knows this as well. So, But in this game, I just – like there's something inherently wrong with this Cincinnati team. Like they don't have the injuries that other teams have. And I don't like the way they're playing football right now. And I, I can't put my finger on it. It's just from watching them the past four weeks and going, you know, they're playing a lot of close games. They lost some tough ones. Um, but offensively, like decision-making Burrow, Burrow rates out as one of the highest QBRs. And I think the highest graded quarterback, according to pro football focus on the season, but the past couple of weeks, I just, there are a lot of things about them. I don't like, um and, and this offense in general so i think the ravens come in with a scheme with a plan they've dominated in this series although they got their tails whooped back in baltimore earlier this year i think they come out and i think they play well i think they find a way to win this game give me the three points in baltimore um it is test and, and get some able bodies back but Right now, it looks pretty ugly on the defensive side for them. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The one prop that I am going to find on FanDuel, there will be a two-point conversion. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's not going to stop going for it. It's you know, I, they, They've got me. They've suckered me into that. There will be a two-point. Yeah, and I like the Ravens getting the three I, in, in that game as well. I, I was telling the story here locally. I had an event where I was explaining analytics and you know why you go for it on two, and there was a guy in the back of the room that's just shaking his head no. And I'm going, are you saying that the information I'm giving is wrong or you don't agree with it? He goes, it's all wrong. I was like, no, the numbers add up. If you do this, this, and this, you have a better shot of winning than doing this. And he's like, nope. I said, are you telling me you don't believe me? Or like, you think I'm lying to you? And he's like, nope. I'm like, I don't know what you're telling me. So like, I'm actually getting in a shouting match with a guy about analytics because he doesn't understand it. And like, the thing that, that drives me nuts is when you hear Troy Aikman, um, uh, and name any of the quarterbacks that have uh, that have been doing the games, and they're all going. Sure. Phil Sims is doing it. At ha they're going. Well, wait a minute. The analytics. I don't get analytics. All it is is information and math, guys. It's just that simple. They're using the information, saying I have better odds if I do this as opposed to doing this, and they're going that route. That's it. It's that simple. If you don't understand it, you don't understand it. Yeah. Well, I think it's also we've always done it this way. You know, any 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 company, any any sort of, you know motivational person will tell you the worst answer you can give anybody is well we've always done it that way and i think that's people people are just inherently uh, afraid of change or, and, it, and it frightens them a little bit by the way ravens eight and six on the outside looking in 
uh, right now not in the playoffs at the moment. All right, moving over to the NFC, you got the Rams, my squad, my hometown squad, at Minnesota, the Rams laying three and a half, 48 and a half is the over-under in that game. Everybody seems to be saying go Vikings on this game. Yeah, I like the Vikings as well. And I know there there is more money coming in on the Rams, and we've seen the three to three and a half, and that should show you something. Um, it's kind of weird that they came off of that number. But uh, as I look at it, short week for both teams, but a shorter week for the Rams as they're coming off of Tuesday night football to face this Vikings team. Dalvin Cook being out may have some you know something to do with it, and he will not be back for Sunday. We'll have to see how healthy they are in the backfield, what happens with Adam Thielen. Remember, he missed on Monday night. So uh, there are some questions about this Vikings team, but again, they're another one of those teams that they're very hard to figure out. They play a lot of close games, and I like them this week to keep it close. If it's three and a half, I love it because I'll gladly take that hook because I think this is a field goal game either way. Yeah, I think that is that is the you know I, I always say, hey, who do you trust least, Matt Stafford mm-hmm. or Kirk Cousins? But that hook almost makes me want to go against the hometown squad. It makes me want to take Minnesota as well. All right. The Monday night game. I'm in Miami. The, the Dolphins are in New Orleans. And this is going back to what you were saying. You've got the home team the week before going on the road on Monday night. And despite that the Saints are down to their third quarterback, Dolphins are only late, are only given three points. It's Miami minus three, 37 and a half, a scandalously low over-under on that game. Ugh. Would you remember, like, we would have these 37 and a halves, and we even have 32s. I remember the old Steelers-Ravens matchup. You get a 33 in there. You're going, all these two defensive-minded teams. Now it's not even defensive-minded teams. It's just bad offense. That's what we get. It's like, oh, because if you watch the Bears, the Bears are one of the worst teams in the red zone. Every time they get in there, it's like, are we supposed to get a penalty now? Do we uh, fumble the ball? Do we throw an interception? What do we do? Because we don't know what we're supposed to do in the red zone. And, and you kind of get that feel when you see a total like this. Uh, I, I think Miami's the better team. I have a hard time buying into the Saints. Their defense at times looks amazing. And then other times we watch them, we're going, what the hell's going on with them, man? Like Marcus Lattimore, he loves playing against Mike Evans. But other times you watch him, he's getting burned left and right. So uh, I like Miami, and they seem to be getting healthy at the right time. Like Jalen Waddle should be coming back, um, barring some sort of, you know, if, if, unless something happens up until that point. But – we may even find out more COVID cases from now until Monday. So I, I don't know who's quarterback in the Saints right now as it goes, but we'll have to wait and see if any of these guys pass their test. Yes, I think they're, I think they, if, if you have a if you have an ID and you're over 18, if you swing by the Superdome, you they're taking applications right now. Uh, Ian Book, I believe, is the guy from the, the guy from Notre Dame. Ian Book is will be right the. Now. Now this is if Hill and and of course um, uh, Trevor Simeon. Sim- don't get their two te- if they get two negative tests then maybe they'll be available by then i don't know what their vaccination status is so again like a lot of these games when it comes to monday night there's no way i would bet that game today until i have as much information as possible that's one i would wait until the last minute or last sure. couple minutes sure and i mean i, I just think the, the 37 and a half is tempting especially if we're down to the third quarterback for new orleans because the the miami defense is now all of a sudden remembered that they're a pretty good defense going back from last year. I think I think for as good as Tua is and as good as the Dolphins are, they're good for about 24 points a game. That's about it. So the question mm-hmm. is, do you think the Saints can make up the difference and push you over the top to 38? Can, 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 is 
can you get 14, 15 points out of the New Orleans Saints? That's a little scary proposition. Maybe it's one of those things you tease. Maybe you tease it down to 31 or tease it up to 43, give you a little bit more wiggle room. But I do how, like Miami laying by the way, there. How disgusting does that sound? You said tease it up to 43. Oh, what a low number that is. Tease it right? up to 43. Oh, brutal. You know, you know, and I'll tell you what, and teasing and, and teasing it down to 31, I don't even think that's that, that might be too high at this point. You know what well, I mean? So we had Army Navy uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Army Navy, the total was 33. And I went on the air and was like, take the under. And then even it's funny because I know Ross Tucker did the game, and he was saying, yeah, everybody says take the under. It's hit like, you know, whatever, 16 times in a row. And then they come out and they score a couple of touchdowns earlier. Like, well, there goes the under. Nope, still went under as both offenses did what they typically do in between the 20s and do nothing after that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's the Princeton basketball of football there. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the other games, because you can bet on these games, you know, let's staying in the AFC, this, this no interest at all in this game. I like the cities, but no interest at all. You got the Broncos in, and the Raiders, jackpot baby, in Las Vegas. It's a pick em. It's Denver laying a point, 41 any interest here at all, Jeremy? Oh, God, it's so hard here because Denver I, last week. Uh, well, I liked Denver last week against Cincinnati, and then we saw what happened. And I just have uh, – I don't like Drew Locke. Didn't like him coming out of college. Never believed in him. And if he's going to be the guy, I don't know that I can bet on him. I'm not telling you he can't come out and win a game. I'm just telling you I'm not going to have my money on him when it does happen because I've lost too much betting on him and, and it not happening. So in um, this Raiders team, too, a little extra time to get ready. Um, you, you look at their offense and what they can do with Derek Carr and uh, the fact that, you know, you look at uh, Hunter Renfro's been a guy that's been peppered with targets. He's kind of been like the extreme light version of Cooper Cup uh, is how many targets he's getting hit with. But Cooper Cup's passes are going for 18 yards and Renfro's are like four or five. So um, I just don't trust either one of these teams, and I won't be laying a wager to it. If you force me to pick, I probably would take Denver with all things considered um, just because I don't believe in the Raiders. Yeah, I, I, if I had to make a bet, I would go over 41 in, in that game. Um, how about the how about this for the game of the week? Uh, this, this may be a, a Hello Friends. I don't think this is a Jim Nance Hello Friends game. Jags, Jets, <laughs> <laughs> well. at MetLife. Jags getting a point and a half, 41 and a half. I, I'm so tired of saying this. This is the week, right? This, this is the week where Jacksonville gets it right. I loved them last week. And then we were talking about it on the show. So on my show on Sunday, um, I went one and four against the spread. It, it, look, it's documented. I'm actually having a really good year, but I went one and four on Sunday. I didn't get to tell everybody my favorite play was Saturday night. So I picked the games and I had a couple of close losses. Jacksonville was one of my favorite plays. I'm like, they got the stink of Urban Meyer out of there. These t these kids are going to show up and show you how they can really play. And what they do, they gave up an opening drive score. Then they go down and match it. I'm like, here we go. Kickoff return for a touchdown. That was it. They were just – they turned right back into the Jaguars after that. Now, the Jets give up explosive plays. James Robinson could have another huge game against them. Uh, I think we could see Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault have a nice game. If you force me, I would take Jacksonville in this matchup plus the one. I don't feel good at it. That is the true definition of a vomit play. Yeah, and defensive end, the defensive end, Josh Allen, he's got COVID, so Ugh. do that with what you can. All right, let's take a break. Coming up, NBA on Christmas. We'll talk about that. This is BetQL Daily presented.
What's up, everybody? Nick Costos here from You Better You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, wishing you a happy and safe holiday season. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network on the free Odyssey app, where you're home for wagertainment.